think we're good. Please repeat. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Mangalam Guru Devaya Devye Matriksha Mangalam Mangalam Bhakta Brindebhyo Sarvalokaya Mangalam Om Stapakaya Chadarmasya Sarvadharma Sarupine Avatara Varishtaya Ramakrishnaya Mangalam Om Sarashiva Samarambam Shankaracharam Majjamam Ashmarachara Prayantam Vande Gurum Paramparam So continuing from our readings at the beginning of this tenth skanda I think we finished chapter one of this Penskanda, which is right now we're in the uh, uh, opening to Krishna, the, uh, the preface to Krishna's birth, right? So we read uh, about uh, the, the wedding uh, of uh, Devaki and Vasudeva, and how the voice came from somewhere, a disembodied voice told him that you fool, the eighth son of this of your sister, of your cousin will be cause of your death. Or he was about to kill her. And then last week we read, the last two times we read uh, 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 Vasudev's attempt to convince to convince Kamsa to spare the uh, Devaki's life. And the first thing he gave some very high instructions about the nature of the body, nature of fate, and like this. But that's very hard to talk philosophy to somebody who's fearful of death like this. And so last week we read that he had a, uh, he had a different uh, approach, and that is that he said, well, he has th- thought to himself, somehow or another, I have to save my wife's life. Uh, so uh, it may not be the best decision, but it's, I have to do what I can. So he says, Would, uh, uh, I shall definitely, it's not from her you have anything to fear. The voice didn't say that her, that she would be the cause of your death, but her eighth son. I shall happily give you all of her sons to do as you wish. Now that's a difficult thing to say, but remember that. And the, 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 I think the most important verse from last week was this verse that uh, saying that somehow or another, in an emergency, at n- now we have to use our intelligence and our strains to save our life, right? Uh, knowing uh, Basudeva knows, and we all also know that in spite of all our attempts to save our life, we're going to die, right? So he says that we we have to try to save our lives, but if we die in the future. It's not our fault. We've done what we we've done what we can. It's an important principle of how to live in this world. Um, and so he and then then we ended with this line that he gave his first son was born and was uh, imagine very heavy heart. He hands over his first son to Kamsa. Uh, uh, Kamsa returns the son, saying happy that I was very very much impressed by how honest. Uh, uh, and a noble Vasudev is who would give their son to be killed. So he thought to himself, oh, it's not, this son's not, there's no fear from this son, it's the eighth son. And so he gives them back. And then one verse, one uh, 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 sloka said that what's, what's, what horrible thing won't a selfish man do or the, a, 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 a debauched man or a wicked person do? So you never can trust you know that they, oh yes, don't worry. So so Vasudeva brings back his son, 
to back to Devaki and with great nervousness they wait to see what will happen next. Right? And what happens next is our dear friend uh, Narada Muni. Narada Muni shows up and he often stirs the pot as we know from the videos we're watching. He stirs the pot. <laughs> uh, he, his job ultimately is to the will of the devas have to be, the will of God has to be pushed forward. Right? And the will of, of, of God in this particular scene is that Vasudeva the Kamsa, Krishna has to, Vishnu has to be born, Krishna has to take birth, right, in order to kill Kamsa, as well as to kill and remove so many demonic kings and military, we know the background of why he's born. And so, uh, when he hands over his son, uh, Vasudeva hands over his son, and Kamsa go, very, very nice, I have nothing to fear from him, may he live a long life and give them back, right, that's not, that's not helping the situation, he needs... He needs uh, uh, things when things get really bad. Vishnu acts right, so he comes, reminds him, says, "You don't know." We, it's a little verses here, but another text it's flushed out a little bit. You don't know. Vishnu is a magician. He he he's a uh, Maya is his is his energy. He can do anything, and he can make number one, number eight, number one. He, how do you know the eighth num is the eighth son the first son or the last son? Where is he counting from? Right. And you don't know all your 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 family, the yadus and the like that are around you, the, your family, your friends, your subjects, your your brothers, your father, they're actually all devas. Your enemies, the devas are your enemies. The devas have been born in your family in order to see to your death. Right, you fool. So he wakes up and goes, "Oh my goodness, what have I done?" Right, I'm let this enemy into my the enemies come into my own literally into my own home. So it says that he immediately kills that boy, right? And then he imprisons his father, right? His father was uh, Badrasena, I think. Uh, yeah, Badrasena. <coughs> uh, who is the like, legitimate king. And he begins to pursue, he begins to, to fear, he begins to think every one of his family members and his immediate ministers are all his enemies becomes paranoid, right? When you think you're going to, when, when, I mean, it's a legitimate paranoia. There's a, there's a joke that, you know, if you think every, uh, parent, paranoia when everyone actually is out to get you is just good sense. It's not a mental illness, right? So he knew that, he, the, what, what he said, that the, the gods have been born in, this, in, in, in the Yadu clan. And so he begins to uh, uh, imprison, torture, uh, uh, persecute, uh, uh, imp uh, his different family members. So m many of his family run, either are chased away, or they're imprisoned, or they run away. Right. So many of them ran. We'll, we'll hear a hint in this, these verses today. A lot of them ran to the villages, to the cowherd villages, right? Like Gokul, right? You know. Uh, um, and one thing we have to remember: it's something we don't always think. And even myself, I don't always think of this. Uh, um, uh, Vasudev didn't have only one wife. Devaki was not his only wife. He had other wives also. This is the wife that's been spoken here. And so his other wives had hidden in in Gokul, right, which we read, right? Uh, Rohini and other his other wives were, were hiding under the uh, care of King Nanda, the chief, chieftain Nanda. Uh, so... Uh, uh, so that's why I think, let me, let me figure out where we are here. Uh, okay, we're going to start, I'll read a few verses, I think five verses, or three or four verses from Tapasinanda's translation, then I translated most of the verses in this chapter. Um, the powerful Kamsa now started on a regular campaign of suppression of the Yadus 
with the backing of his with the backing of his father-in-law Jarasanga, king of Magan, Magad, Magadha. In this, his advisors and the accomplices were as follows. These are the various people that were helping him. Palamba, Baka, Chanura, Tini Varta, Angasura, Mushtika, Ashta, Vivida, Putana, Keshi, Denuka, and the Asura kings like Banna and Narakasura. These, all these characters are important later. A lot of them he sends to kill Krishna later, like uh, Putana. We know a few of these different things. He sends them. So these are his assistants, his demonic assistants. Being persecuted, the Yadavas escaped to neighboring sites like Kuru, Panchala, uh, Kakaya, Salva, Virabha, Nishada, Videha, and Koshala. Some of Kamsa's relatives on the, that's where I, tra- where I started translating, from verse 4. Some of his relatives followed and served him. So some, not everybody ran away. Not most, most of uh, some ran away. So some just accepted, our king says to do this, we should follow. Some commentators say, so Pashinan in his, in his translation, he folds into the translation that due to circumstances, not every, sometimes you're forced to be, you know, all of a sudden you're the regime change and you're in the government, you have to do what your new leader says, you know, rather than be persecuted. So they were kind of forced into it, they accepted it. But then Srila Prabhupada gives a, a, um, a few lines where he says that, no, they knew, some of them were devas, remember? So they knew that, oh, Krishna is going to be born and he's going to kill Kamsa. Right, so we want to see this. We don't want to run away and not get a chance to observe this. So they uh, tolerated uh, Kamsa's atrocities so they could be part of this Leela. They didn't want to leave the Leela. So why they stayed is, the common thing is that they ran away. Some of them stayed because not all of them are good. Some of them stayed back. But there may be other reasons, motivations for why they stayed back. So some of Kamsa's relatives, uh, relatives followed and served him. So, the son of Ugrasena, that means Kamsa, killed six of Devaki's children. So, one after one, year after year, in the last, uh, last week's verses, says she gave birth to eight children in as many years. Right? So, every, every year a new child will be born. And um, uh, um, some versions have it that, uh, uh, that, that he would, uh, Vasudeva would take the son to Kamsa and Kamsa would kill it. Right? Others have him already in prison. That they, he imprisoned them, and as they were born in the prison, he would kill them. There's a couple different... where When they were in prison, different texts say slightly different. We know Krishna was born in prison, but uh, these some of the early children may have been born at home. Right. So that's a very... Uh, uh, difficult scene to imagine that the, the, the wife is giving, the mother is giving birth to children and the child is being taken away and being killed by her cousin. And the husband is taking the children and offering them to the, to, to uh, or they're being dragged away, however it's happening down. It's such a horrifying thing. So like everything in the Bhagavatam and like everything and everything, there's always a backstory, right? Usually a very complicated backstory. <coughs> Let me see if I... Okay. It's interesting. 
right? There's so there's different ways to understand these 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 leelas. One one is that like 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 we are like we're all do, here doing what we're trying to do. We're trying to do right. Sometimes we don't do right, and all kinds of strange things. In spite of everything, strange things happen to us, right? Because we don't know our backstory, right? We don't know our previous karmas. We don't know uh, if we've been cursed to have a certain experience, or been blessed, but given a boon to have a certain experience, right? Or done austerity to get uh, certain results, or uh, uh, so the thing we don't remember much of our. We don't remember. I mean, I barely remember our my immediate past. You know, but to speak of early my early life, my early child. I mean, you, some things some things happen. As, oh yeah, I totally forgot about that. And these are things that just that are important things in our own life. We're forgetting. Right, so what to speak of of, of the uh, predecessors, the th- things in previous lives or a thousand lives back, hundred thousand lives back. You know, so we don't know where the seeds are that are that are fructifying in our life now, in our in our life situations now. Right, so it says that the the eight the six sons, there was a sage called uh, uh, Marici. Uh, Marici had uh, uh, six sons, and those sons were cursed by a Brahmana for misbehaving. You have to be careful when, when around Brahmins. They have a lot of, uh, they're very strict and have a lot of power. And so it's easy for that power to be used. Uh, and they get their power from strictness. And then the strictness makes it easy, easy to offend them because it's easy to overstep some perceived uh, appropriateness, right? So they got cursed and they were, and they were born as the sons of demons, right? And so they were known, I mean, I, Get this right. Uh, uh, there is uh, this demon. It's a little complicated where he where he exactly fits in, but he's listed sometime as one of the one of the sons of uh, Hiranyakashipu. You usually only think of just like we think of Krishna as the only son of Vasudeva. We think of Prahlad as the only son of Hiranyakashipu. So some text of Bhagavatam doesn't fully state, but it's a son of Hiranyakashipu, or it could be somebody who, there's one verse that says they considered him like, uh, 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 the children of this demon considered Hiranyakashipu their grandfather, or this demon considered Hiranyakashipu his father. So it may not actually be, sometimes we use the family relations, oh, he's like my father. And we have we established that relationship, so it may not actually be. I have been. This is actually. Uh, I was a little surprised how difficult it was to find the exact family. I, three, four different places I found all have two different family relations and their relationship, right? But um, uh, uh, Kalemni, Kalemni uh, Asura, Kalemni is was so either the grandson, the son, a, 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 a nephew, something in relation to Hiranyakashipu. He had. So, they were, uh, so these six sons of, of Marici were born as the son of this Kalabni, uh, 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 and they they began to re- they began to uh, they thought to themselves, well, this Hiranyakashipu, our, our grandfather, he has so much power, right? Where did he get his power? Well, he got it from a boon from Lord Brahma, right? We all know he did this to Mastapasya, but but by the time Hiranyakashipu was in control, he's like, I am God. I'm the one who gives boons. Everybody should just read me, not Vishnu for sure, not any of the devas. I'm Brahma, I'm Vishnu, I'm Agni, I'm Surya, right? Forgetting where he even gets his own power. Uh-uh. So they thought, well, he got a boon from Brahma, we can get boons from Brahma. Why are we dependent on, on, on Hiranyakashipu? So they, they withdrew from his uh, shelter and began to do austerities to please Lord Brahma. And 
like Hiranyakashipu, the, the, the boon that every demon gets is not to be killed by, not to be killed, right? Not to, it's always the same, what do you want? I want immortality. That's not possible. Even I die, right? So then it's like, I don't want to be killed by men. I don't want to be killed by, by sages. I don't want to be killed by the devas or by Gandharvas and the children of Gandharvas and by Siddhas. And, you know, it gives a list like this, right? And so they had all this newfound power. When Hiranyakashipu found out, he was really angry. Right, that they're not worshiping me, they're going behind my back and worshiping my enemy, right? The gods in uh, by, by worshiping Brahma, forgetting that he got his power by also by worshiping Brahma. It's easy, the ego gets in the way like that. We forget everything, uh, uh, so he cursed them, right? He says, uh, um, You'll be in the future, you'll be killed by your own father. This is his curse. Right, you know, like so. There's a strange. There's of course there has to be deep symbolism here also, right? And so they will be born as these six sons, which are called the sadgarbas. Sadgarba means six wombs or six uh, fetuses, right? That's what they're they're collectively known. And sometimes they're even listed as one demon in six bodies. So one demon and six wombs, right? So uh, so some say it's Kalagni himself became six, or the children of Kalagni. Kalemni, sorry, it's a very, there's an extra M in there, Kalemni, uh, uh, his six children, or he himself was in six wombs. Uh, um, uh, so he was born as the children of Devaki and, and Vasudeva, right? And this Kalemni became Kamsa, right? So in his next incarnation, he's killing his own children. Right, and that, so this is interesting. So that, so the the the, the very, so it's very interesting because one of the one of the, of course, just seen as pure history, right, or the pure story without any background and reincarnations and demons doing tapasya to Lord Brahma and getting boons, right? Kamsa is killing his own nephews. He's actually, he's actually killing his own nephews. He's like his own children, his own grandchildren. His. Uh, 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 um, uh, what horrible person would do such a thing? It's described that he follows the ways of the uh, man-eaters, right? Remember we mentioned last week that that uh, he was by being a demon, he's a rakshasa. He's following the way that were that what won't uh, uh, self uh, somebody was at any regulation, any refinement, any type of uh, dharma. What won't they do, right? So that that the worst possible thing you can say, oh, he's a man-eater. Right, but here's the same thing. He's, he's just, he, most people will kill to protect their family. Even bad people will. will you, many things are. But here's somebody who's knowingly killing their his own family members, right? But literally, in in, in if we look back to the to the believed uh, background, right? He's literally killing his own children, right? It's bad enough he's killing his own his own uh, nephews, right? Or I guess that would be nephews in our relations, right? Your sisters. Your cousin, sister, some sort of a second nephew, some some map I remember, but maybe he's actually killing. You know, it's really meant to show that it's like so direct, right? Such an evil type of such an evil type of thing. <clears throat> and so Devaki is. Uh, some verses says Devaki was was what she was. You imagine, from mother to hand over. The, there's some her 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 cousin brother is killing your children. That means your 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 idea, of your fear, the person you fear the most is this man, right? And so some commentators have mentioned that that's that that's what Kamsa. One of the things Kamsa represents in the story. If we were to take down the story a little bit symbolically, what does Kamsa represent? It's it's very bad company, 
Right. You know, it's like, it's like so much, I mean, we have bad company. We, I mean, you, you, you're with somebody who is a little polluted mind, your mind gets a little bit polluted, right? But you can also have bad company. If you go into the wrong neighborhood, you can get mugged, right? You go, I mean, there's some things that you should be a little bit conscious. You know, it's not every, some things in material nature are very dangerous. So, uh, uh, the Vaishnava commentators say that, that, that it's, that a, 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 a good devotee should be a little bit scared or maybe a lot scared of material contamination. So devaki here is, if you take it symbolically, devaki means devotion, right? A devotee or devotion itself, right? And a devotee or devotion is the biggest fear is being, is coming in contact with not just you know, but like the, 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 the ugliest part of material nature it can be very destroying. And these six children, right? So, oh, uh, 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 this, remember the original son is Marichi, Marichi right? And, Mari, and Marichi, one of the meanings of Marichi is that that which is born from the mind, right? So his six children are his, these qualities that are born in the mind. And so we see this number six very often. Sri Ramakrishna describes them as the six thieves, the six alligators, Right. This is lust, anger, greed, jealousy, pride, envy, you know. Uh, uh, kama loba, what kama krora loba, um, moha, like this, right? And you know, these, uh, so these, so uh, six children are born as a result of marichi. They're born from the mind, right? But in Kamsa, our fear, here Kamsa means a fear of material nature, being very careful. That itself is pure, is removing them. So it's a very strange thing. We're giving a, a bit of a positive spin to Kamsa and the killing of, because it seems horrible. We don't want these children, we don't want our children killed. But we do want, if they're, de if they're demonic energies, those we do want killed. Right? So, so it's a strange thing. Um, the... Uh, 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 Vishwanatha Chakrabarti, a Vaishnava uh, uh, um, uh, uh, scholar, um, he gives this interpretation, right, and trying to give that who the, who are the six uh, who are the six children, the first six children, the ch uh, and uh, who Kamsa is and what Devik and what Devaki represents. So, oh, where are, where are the seventh child said inner uh, the sons of Ugrasena, uh, Kamsa killed the six. Six of Devaki's children. Saptamaha Vaishnavam Dham Vaishnavam Dhama. In her seventh pregnancy, she carried a, a, a Vaishnavam Dhamma, a aspect or a part uh, of Vishnu. Or her sense Sarasha, that that we gotta know that's Balaram. That becomes eventually Balaram, right? Uh, who's an aspect of Vishnu. Vaishnavam Dhamma Yam Ananto. Prayachit, uh, prachas, prakashate, pra, <laughs> my brain's not working today. Prachakshate, right? Uh, uh, yeah, that is uh, uh, who is known, who is celebrated, who is described as Ananta. Ananta means the unlimited, but it refers to that the Sheshnag, right? The snake. In all of our wonderful videos, you see Vishnu is always lying on a couch, and that Shesh is there, that snake is there, that's Ananta. And so wherever Vishnu, wherever Vishnu is, is always Ananta is always there. Actually, Ananta, if, you, if Vishnu is laying on Ananta, Vishnu is, Ananta is a foundation. He is the stage, right? So he appears, actually, he appears before Vishnu's incarnation in order to arrange everything, arrange the stage, arrange the atmosphere for to hold Vishnu, 
right? Also, he expands as everything that's like he he expands as the place of the the uh, if Vishnu is going to incarnate, he expands as the place, the people, the paraphernalia, everything used in work. Like we have this drum; it's called a Balaram drum. The sticker even says about the company is Balaram, right? Because this is also used in in the Lord's uh, service. So it, Vishnu. Balaram or Ananta, he expands is all, all the paraphernalia. Everything we use in puja is Balaram. So it's also so people, you see a Dakshinish or in the morning people doing brahms, people are constantly going up to the drummer and worshiping the drum, even with incense and offering flowers to the drum. Excuse me, I'm playing, you know. <laughs> but the drum is considered this is also such a divine. This is Balaram. It is Ananta. It's an expansion, you know, because the holy name comes. The stage for the holy name is the rhythm and the music. Is the, is the instruments. Right, so so similarly here, before Krishna is born, first Ananta is born. In her seventh pregnancy, she carried a part of Vishnu known as Ananta, which was the cause of both Devaki's happiness and sadness. Harsha Shoka Vivaharadanaha. Devaki Harsha Shoka. So you can imagine when you give another pregnancy, she's thrilled, who can be happy, that child? But she knows that child will be killed. Right, so that pregnancy, when she found, when she felt that she was pregnant again, she's both happy and sad. Bhagavan api vishvatma viditva kamsajambhayam yadhunam nijanatanam yogamayam samadishat Bhagavan api vishvatma So Bhagavan Vishnu, who here is called vishvatma, a very nice name. Vishvatma means uh, uh, Vishva Atma, the self or the soul of the universe. So it could be the universal soul or the soul of the universe. Right? Uh, it's also secondary means of giving that which is worship. He who is worshipped by every by every universe. But the general meaning, like we have a friend, a, a Swamiji, Jari Maharaj, known as in Amrakanta Vishvatmananda is his sannyas name. He is the, the bliss from. The universe, the soul of every, the universal soul, the soul of everyone. So the soul of everyone, Bhagavan, he says, "Viditva kamsajam bhayam yadunam nijanatnam." He understood vishvatat kamsajam that bhayam, the fear that is caused by kamsa, by who the yadus. He knew the yadus are terrified of of this horrible uh, kamsa. Nijanatam, and they've already accepted the 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 uh, the, um, the that community. The Yadus were naturally devotees of Vishnu, their Vaishnava community, right? So he sees, oh, they're already they're my devotees. They're, they may I'm their lord, but secondary thing is we also the devas have been born in those families, so they're he's that he's their lord, right? So he has to do something to save them, right? So understanding that the fear caused by Kamsa to the Yadus. Who had accepted him as their Lord, Bhagavan, the self of the universe, instructed Yogamaya thus Yogamayam Samadishat. Now, Yogamaya, Yogamaya is Devi, the Divine Mother. Right? She has many names, right? Uh, uh, here in the Vaishnava text, especially in this section, she'll be usually known as Yogamaya. Yogamaya, so it's, it's uh, uh, Yogamaya means it's, it's Maya, but Maya that's controlled, it has a purpose. The yoga mind. so it's controlled by the Lord to do some. Uh, uh, it's not just illusion; it's a power. It's an aspect of power of the Lord, the Lord's own power. So he addresses yoga maya thus. What does he say? Kachadevi vrajambadre, 
Gacha, go. Oh, goddess, go. Vrajam, go to Vraj. Mrs. Vrindavan, Gokul, that area. Right. Go immediately to Badre. Badre means you're, you're a oh, good one, auspicious one. Then we have Badra Kali. Right. Badre. Gopa, Gobhij, Gobhir, Alankritam. Alankrita, Alank, Alankrita means it, that place, that Vraja, you'll know it. It's decorated. What's its ornaments? It has many cows and many cow herders. Cow, cowboys and cowgirls, right? Gopas and gopis. Right, it's decorated, it's ornament. That place is ornamented by the presence of cows and cowherders. Gachadevi Vrajambadre Gopa Ghobhir Alankritam Rohini Vasudevasya Barshate Nanda Gokule Rohini Vasudeva Bharaya Bharaya means one of the wives. So there you'll find Rohini. Right, one of the wives of, Vas- of Vasudeva, right, and he's hiding, Pashute uh, Nanda uh, Gokule. Um, in Gokula means that place is called Gokula. Gokula means the place of cows, right? Gokul, right? Like Gurukul is the place of the Guru, so Gokula is a place of cows, right? Gokule Nanda's Gokul, Gokul, right? So it means that Nanda was the king. We always say, oh, king Nanda Maharaj, but it's hard to say that he's the king of a cowherd pasture. Of, of a cow place, right? So we sometimes think of him as like, I mean, he was a king, but these are local kings. They're not like, uh, you know, uh, 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 it's, so we would almost think of them as, as chiefs, right? You know, uh, important leaders of, of, of the area. So he's, that area, Gokul, is Nanda's Gokul. Maybe, maybe there may have been other Gokul. Other, you know which one? It's decorated with lots of cows and lots of cowherders, but especially you'll find Rohini, in in in, in uh, be taking shelter of uh, Nanda's Gokul, the house of Nanda, uh, Nanda Maharaj. Gokul is an interesting thing. There's a, a a line, kind of a hidden scene, in the Mahabharata. Mahabharata, hundred thousand verses, so it's easy to myth things. Like I've not I've not read. I spent many years studying Mahabharata, and I probably there's so many things I have no idea. I, I can't follow the story. It's very complicated, all these things. But there's one scene. That was told to it was pointed out to us by Swami Gyanananda in 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 in, in, um, in India. Uh, he says there's a scene where Gomata, the original cow, Surabi, she, the the, uh, she heard, oh, people do austerities, people do tapasya, so I should do tapasya. She, what type of tapasya people do? Well, people stand on one leg, they fast, they do all these hard things. So she decided, I can do that. Right? And cows by nature very steady. Right? So she stood on one leg fasting for ten thousand lives for ten thousand years. So Vishnu appears and goes, Well, I'm very impressed with your incredible austerity. Ask a boon. What's your boon? That's the nature. You do austerity, you get a boon. Right. Uh, he says, Well, I don't want a boon. It's like nobody does austerity without asking a boon. Right? Ask a boon. No, I just want to do austerities. Right, and so Vishnu I mean, is very like this. This nobody's ever done a boon. People ask, people. I mean, we we may do some austerity, and we may we may think we have a spiritual boon. Oh, make me free from material desire. But she had not even um, the material desire to be free from material desire. She didn't even ask for a spiritual boon. She didn't ask for anything. So he was amazed. There's no creature. There's no deva. There's no saint. There's no rishi. There's no yogi anywhere that's ever done austerity without a reason. Right, you must be an extraordinary type of of being. Right, and so Vishnu was so impressed. He says, "I shall create for you the highest heaven above even uh, uh, Vaikuntha, my own heaven." 
right? And I'll call it Gokul. You're, it means the land of cows, right? So it's like the highest land, the land of cows is higher than even heaven, beyond Satyaloka uh, and beyond Vaikuntha. Right? He says, and I shall myself tend, take care of you. So he becomes known there as uh, Gopal, the protector of cows, right? So and so that go that Gokul, right, was Gopal, right? Uh, that's the original in the flavor of the Mahabharata that descended in this place of Gokul. Right. <clears throat> it's not Krishna's land; it's the cow's land, right? You know, Krishna's there to take care of the cow. It's the cows. The cows above Krishna in this scene, you know. How special the cow is! Uh, that actually says that, that the cows and uh, cowherd settlements and cows are the ornament of this pure land, right? And actually, there's one verse that says that a place that doesn't have a cow is not pure. One of the ways you know a pure place, a, a, a pure place must have four things, right? I'm, the verse is somewhere in my mental Rolodex, but I haven't thought of it for a little while. But I may come. But if I start the, if I can get the first line, I'll remember it. But it requires a presence of cows, of uh, running water, right? Uh, temples, and qualified brahmanas. Jai ma, jai ma. Speaking of qualified brahmanas, there's one just enters just now, right? So just see. Yeah. <laughs> we need a cow. We definitely we got everything. We got running water. Yeah. We got a beautiful temple. We got uh, qualified. Well, we're trying to make qualified brahmanas, and we're uh, and we have we need a cow. So these four. So. Just these very presence. These are these are uh, these are the signs you look for of something auspicious. I know in our ashram, many years ago, somebody donated. I was there. Somebody donated a cow, mm. right? A very nice family donated a cow. Uh, 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 uh. A very rich family, but they also they're they're um, they're very orthodox, traditional Brahminical farmers. Uh, uh, one of the jobs that Brahmins are allowed to do if they can't make living, being Brahmins, you're allowed to uh, uh, farm. they it's kind of a rich farming community. They've done well. That whole community is very, very well. And um, they have many, many cows. But they're also uh, selling, they also run a gas station. So with the gas station, they become quite wealthy, actually. right? But in spite of being very wealthy and having a very big, big, they live very traditionally, right? And still tending their cows. And so they gave this one cow to us, to the to the ashram. It was very nice. And the presence, sooner the cow, the cow's presence has many benefits. Some few drawbacks. The flies, <laughs> the flies quadrupled overnight because <laughs> you have cow dung and can now attract flies, you know, right? But still, the presence of the cow was quite something, you know, just having her there, right? And now our cows and our ashram now they're all descendants of that cow. It's been many, many years. So every year it gives a calf. She gives a calf that keeps uh, keeps uh, milk coming, you know, and uh, uh, the original cow. Hmm? Bella, Bella could have a cow friend, you know. Yeah. <laughs> she had she had some goat friends for a few days. It didn't go oh. well. <laughs> they were very noisy and they jumped over the fence. Oh. Incredibly, <laughs> for two they lasted one day and then they had to be. They went back to where they were about. Oh we were very excited. They're huge goats, very huge. They jump at their and you know, if it, <laughs> dangerous to be a goat around a Kali temple. But this Kali yeah. temple's this Kali temple's pretty safe. But still, symbolically, it's still a little dangerous. <laughs> I'd be nervous. I was a goat. <laughs> Mommy gets some strange ideas. She, she's, she hasn't had a goat, so <laughs> so, mm. <laughs> so uh, um, uh, uh, but. So then, right now, the cows have been, we have our, our girls' ashram across the river, they're better situated for cows. Actually, the original property was a, was a place for cows. It was a goshala, right? We built the ashram around a goshala. 
Uh, so the cows are kept there, and definitely it's wonderful having the cows there. They're taking much better care of Mataji, and the girls take very good care of them, take care of her and her daughters and sisters. Um, uh, and we're getting very good milk and, and ghee and yogurt and buttermilk from them, very high quality. Uh, but not having it at the ashram definitely changed the atmosphere of the ashram. But right now, at least, or I don't know about right, right now, but when last time I was there, a new cow was given, a small cow named Maduri. Maduri means sweet, right? Like honey. right? And she's very sweet, right? And so she's been, she was at our ashram. And uh, uh, the problem is that where we used to keep the cow, there's now a big room, <laughs> two-story room. So we, we, that's a problem. People like rooms more than cows. <laughs> Right, you know, it's like it's a little bit by bit. In the places where people keep cows are being replaced by halls and, you know, lecture places and yoga asana places and all the ashrams I've been to. So many used to have cows. Now they have. You don't make money off cows. You make money off, mm. off uh, of, of halls. <laughs> so many places like that. I've been Rishikesh one ashram. Same as for keeping cows. Now they don't have any cows. But you see, I notice a difference. Just the energy of the place when the cow is present and the cow is not present. Mm. Gacha Devi Brajam Badre. Oh Devi, oh uh, uh, Yogamaya, you go immediately to, you go to uh, this uh, Vraj, where that's decorated with cows and cowherders, where Rohini, this one of the wives of Vasudeva, is hiding in the, in the uh, Goku in this uh, cowherd settlement of Nanda. Anyascha Kamsa Sa Vigna, Vivareshu Vashantihi. She's living there also with other wives. Her other co there's many of the wives or several of the wives of Nan- of Vasudeva are there hiding from in in, in fear of Kamsa. So you missed uh, the six sons of Vasudeva's first six sons have been killed by Kamsa. And so now Vishnu is telling Durga, or form of Durga, Devi, go and uh, go to immediately to the to Vrindavan and do my work. What is she going to find there? When you go there, you says you'll see Devakya Jatre Gharbam Sheshakyam Dhamma Mammakam. In Devaki's womb, right? Uh, uh, within her womb. Within her womb, there is there is a child, an em- uh, a, a, a fetus is there, right? Shesha Akyam, that's known as Shesha again, right? So Shesha has been born in the womb of Devaki. Dhamma Mamakam, Shesha Akyam, Dhamma Mamakam, that thumbs, uh, that and he's an aspect of me, some uh, some part of my power. You take him, right? So that's a very difficult thing. You take him from her womb. Rohinya, Rohinya Udhre, Sani Sani Vishaya, and you transfer her into the womb of Rohini. So this is a mystical thing, right? This is a uh, nowadays this can also be done. Now we have such technology, (laughs) right? Somebody, you know, uh, you have surrogate mothers. Right, and so uh, this is a similar <laughs> ancient way of doing it. It took it took uh, took it took a, a very divine power. Nowadays, it doesn't take divine power to do it. it takes uh, medical expertise. At one time, it took uh, uh, Yoga Maya Shakti herself. Right, so you take the in Devaki uh, already uh, Ananta has been born. 
is or is in the womb, you extract her, extract him, you take her to Vraj and you put her put him in the womb of of, of Rohini. Strange happenings for sure. Artanam am sabhagena devakya putratam shubhe. At the same time, I will enter the womb of of uh, uh, of Devaki. You take this boy, you take, and I myself will enter the womb of Devaki. Uh, Vishnu is speaking to Yoga Shakti or Yoga Maya, right? Oh, oh Badre, uh, here it says Shubhe. Before she called her Badre. Badre means good or auspicious. Here again, Shubhe also means, Shub means auspicious and good, right? Oh, auspicious one, oh, most auspicious one. Then I, by an aspect of uh, also this Amsabhagena, uh, by an aspect of my power, right, shall be born as a son of Devaki. Actually, this Amsabhagena, it's a, 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 it's a tricky word. It means by some aspect of my power. But bhaga also means the glories of, um, like Bhagavan. Bhagavan means uh, like all like power and beauty and fame and, 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 and wisdom and knowledge, renunciation. These are the different powers. Bhagavan is one who controls these powers. So Amsabhagena means by, by, by an aspect, by Amsa means by a part or a limb of my power, I shall do this or I will be born, right? Uh, but it also means that or, or I'm being born with all of my amsas, all of my powers. And the two meanings are very, are, they're, perhaps are not that important. It depends, but to some people it's a very important theological point. Right? Remember we started this whole section with this verse from the, from the beginning of the, of, of the Bhagavatam, Krishna do Bhagavan Swayam. Krishna is himself Bhagavan. Right, so it's one important to remember that he's. We also the only way to understand Krishna Lila if you have to understand Krishna is Bhagavan, Krishna is God. If you don't think Krishna is God, the Bhagavad, these stories will not be useful, right? And that will just be confusing, and you'll I just and, and 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 you know, it seems they'll be uh, bewildering. It won't be helpful at all. If you understand Krishna is Bhagavan, then everything makes sense, right? But that term Krishna, we mentioned before, Krishna do Bhagavan Swayam, is also understood in a sectarian way that he's. He's the full Bhagavan, right? So he's he's not an like like the different incarnations are aspects of Vishnu, but this is directly Vishnu, right? But here also Bhagavan speaking, some uh, in later schools of theology, Vaishnav theology says no no actually, Vishnu is an amsa of Bhagavan. Krishna is the original. He's he's the original Swayam, original Bhagavan. Right, so it gets a little complicated, but the verse actually in other places also says, "By an aspect of my power, I'm doing this." Right, so but it can be that's what it says, but it can be according to your theological orientation, you interpret it a little bit different. That he's born with all of his powers, or is all of his like this. O auspicious one, then by an aspect of my glory shall be born as a son of Devaki. O auspicious one, you, O auspicious one, Shubhre. Uh, Prapsyami tam yashodayam nanda patyam bhavishyasi bhavishyasi You auspicious one shall appear in the womb of Yashoda, the wife of Nanda. So this is so you have to go first. You you extract this is an interesting, it's a very <laughs> bewildering what happened. You extract uh, Ananta, right, from Devaki's womb. And you place her in Rohini's womb, in in um, uh, 
Vraj in the, in the house of Nanda, right? Meanwhile, and the, and you take birth, and, and you become born in the in the in the in the, in, in the womb of Yashoda, right? Uh, Nanda's uh, direct uh, primary wife. Meanwhile, I'll be born. I'll replace the womb. You, rem I'll also be born in to Devaki, right? So this is a little complicated, but this is uh, what's. Vishnu speaking, Vishnu speaking that he to, 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 to Durga or to Maya Shakti, oh, to, 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 right, to Yoga Maya. Mm. Right? So he's telling her she has to do something. She has to, it's like, you take this, you take this, this Durga, womb. Yoga yeah. Maya takes Yes, yeah, so he's telling you, you, you take it you, and you, be, you yourself will also be born. Mm -hmm. And I should be born in, in Devaki's in womb. Right? Very interesting. Mm -hmm. You will be worshipped, and then so then he gives some some boon, some or boon or declaration, right? Archisyanti manusyastvam sarvakama varishvarim. You will be worshipped by men. Manus here, men mean the word manu is there, but mean uh, means by people, by people, by humans, right? You will be in the future. You will be worshipped by men, by people. Sarva Kama Vada Varishwarim. So you are the goddess of Sarva Kama Vada. Vada means boon. Right? You're the boon giving goddess, a goddess who gives boons, right? Sarva Kama gives fulfills all desires. Right? So you are so you can be translated in many ways that you're the one who fulfills all desires and to give boons. Or you're the one who gives the boon uh, all desired boons. That's how I've translated it, trying to put it because it's all one word. Right, so trying to put it in, in one idea is that you are the goddess that fulfills, uh, who gives all desired boons. Right, you'll be worshipped like that. Dupa upachara, you will be worshipped by incense and other offerings. Upachara means the like we you can worship with five items, with ten items, sixteen items, thirty-two items, sixty-two items, sixty-four items. Uh, our daily puja is ten-item puja. The little book is five item puja, our Amavasha puja, sixteen item puja is a court that's called upachadas. Or you'll be worshipped by incense and other upachadas and uh, um Balibhi and by sacrifice. Right? And Bali could be, this is a ancient times, is probably by animal sacrifice. Or but so any type of Bali, there's Pashu Bali means animal sacrifice, but we do other types of sacrifice, not just when we give um um we we offer food every day. We take a little bit of that and give it in the corner to the devas, another quarter to the buddhas. That's called, uh, 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 um, uh, we do the mantra is idam balidanam buddhadi bhyonama, with this, this offering, the sacrifice, this, this sacrificial offering, which doesn't, and it's offering nuts and raisins, and maybe chocolate if they're lucky, <laughs> right? <laughs> right? So it's not necessarily an animal sacrifice, but bali also means animal sacrifice. You'll be offered, in the f you'll be worshipped in the future with incense and other offerings and offerings of sacrifice, right? To attain, again, the same term, sadhavakama uh, uh, vada uh, pradam, so that you give people all desired moons, right? So you'll be worshipped at that, you'll be worshipped in the future, course not in the future in the past also she was worshipped like this so, but it's being spoken like that you'll be worshipped by men O goddess of all desired boons with offerings of incense and sacrifice to attain all desired boons so she's born as the that's a good question she's born as the uh, uh, when Krishna is finally born in mid midnight in prison right 
uh, you sh uh, we won't get to that tonight, so I don't mind telling the story. Vasudeva um, uh, will, uh, Vishnu will tell him, take me immediately and take me and so and walk, take me to uh, Vraj. And there is a daughter has just been born to Yashoda, mm -hmm. and you switched me. Right? You put me in her arms and you take her, you bring her back and put me like that. Mm -hmm. And when Nkamsa comes and he sees, ah, I heard the eighth child has been born. Right? And he sees it's a girl. Right, he says my eighth, the eighth son will be will be my death. Right, and so he grabs. He, I don't know what this means, and he grabs her by the leg and he, and he goes to dash her against the against the ground, and he flies out of her hand and he manifests as an eight-armed form of Durga. Right, right, and he says, "You fool!" Right, the one who is your death has already been born, and he's now living in the cowherd settlements. So, so he knew where she would. Unfortunately, she gives it away, but that's all important. Right <laughs> But you see, it's also important that she gives it away because all these characters you mentioned at the beginning, the, the, his assistants like Putna and, and um, Dravidra or whatever, the uh, different demons that were there, right? he sends them to go kill him. And one by one, Krishna kills all those demons too. Right, so he has to, his Krishna's main lila. Of course, he has many things, but the, the external cause of his, of his incarnation is to kill demons. Right? We know his real cause is more sweet. Right, and ultimately it says that so just remembering these stories, we become liberated. Right, so it's our mercy for us here also. But so, uh, but if she doesn't say where he is, and he doesn't try to find out where he is and try to send demons to kill him, right? Uh, those demons also won't get killed, right? And just like those, the six children are considered the six enemies of lust, anger, greed, jealousy, envy, like that. Uh, so similar, each one of these demons is considered in a symbolic way to represent different uh, impediments in spiritual life. Right? Um, like uh, Putna represents something. Each each demon represents something. Um, as we go through them, we'll flush out some of their uh, symbolic meaning. And so, just by meditating on these on these things, that we also become more and more purified. Hopefully, those same things are clean from us as well. So <clears throat> you'll be worshipped, um, and also this is a little bit, and, and some commentators also comment a little bit, make this flesh this out. That there's a little bit of a um, uh, the Vaishnavas. There's of course there's there's five main sects in India traditions, right? The Shaktas, Shaivites, Vaishnavas, Ganapatyas, and Sauras, right? The Suryas or Sauras. The Suryas and have been absorbed. By, and so everybody worships the Gayatri. All the sects, everybody's worshiping the sun. Right? So they've been, there's not many independent people that, oh, our lineage is the sun is supreme. All the other like that. The Ganapatya, the worshippers of Ganesha, has also been absorbed. So everyone's worshiping Ganesha. Right? Everybody, for everything, everybody, or we worship Ganesha. Of course, uh, Shaivites, it's more predominant because of his connection. Right? But everyone worships Ganesha and everyone worships the sun. Actually, the Gayatri is like the one mantra that every sect that, that, that hates each other and they consider that if you hear the, a mantra to the other deity to become impurified, everyone's, there's a mantra everybody chants. Mm -hmm. Vaishnava is chanting it, the Shaivites are chanting it, the Shakta is chanting it, the Vedantas are chanting it. So it's been absorbed in Ganesha. Nobody, not every, different groups will give different importance, but everyone worships Ganesha. They've been absorbed. So really, there are three primary. Uh, a sect, right? Uh, Shaivite, uh, Vaishnava, and Shakta. But but also Shaivite and Shakta are almost connected. They're also connected. They've been they've been joined, mm -hmm. right? You have Shiva and Shakti ultimately, 
right? So they, the, between the Shaivites and the Shaktas, there's not much difference. It's just an emphasis. Some emphasize Shiva, some emphasize Shakti, right? If you emphasize, to give more importance in your orientation towards Shakti, and philosophically, you're Shakta. If you give more to Purusha, then you're, then you're a Shaivite, like this, right? So it boils down to, it in this sense, to two main sects, Shaktas and Vaishnavas. Or Shaivites and Vaishnavas, however you want to consider it, right? right. And, uh, and so this is also setting that those see, men who want to have their selfish desires fulfilled, that's another way of saying, right? that is like those who want selfish material desires fulfilled, they'll worship you with sacrifices, incense, and different offerings. Right. But spiritual people who only want love, they'll worship. You know, so it's a little bit of a... Of a, of a uh, you can interpret it this way also, right? We'll, we'll, uh, uh, um, that's not exactly how we interpret it, but we know that's maybe because this is this is Bhagavad Gita. We mentioned is it has a, a, a tremendous universal quality, but it's still from a particular perspective, mm-hmm. so it will color some some of the things. Although it's, I don't think this is a neg- anyway negative portrayal of the goddess, right? But it's not. Uh, it's it's definitely still a, a controlled narrative of the goddess you know those selfish men who want their selfish desires fulfilled they'll worship you with sacrifices right and of course nobody ever approaches vishnu or krishna or rama for selfish desires yeah. <laughs> and nobody ever approaches the divine mother shiva or ganesha with uh spiritual ambitions you know so <clears throat> you have to be careful a little bit but understand what these verses also mean then it says that you'll uh, uh, um Nama Deyani Kurvantihi Sthanani Cha Nara Bhuvihi. Men will um, uh, 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 worship you in different places, stans, right? And by various names, right? So then he mentions various names, such as uh, Durgeti Bhadra Kali Kali, Kali Itihi Vijaya Vaishnavi Iticha. Kumara, Chandrika, Krishna, Madhavi, Kanya, Ketica, Maya, Narayani, Ishani, Shadadetya, Ambike, Ambiketicha. So it mentions a bunch of names. You will be worshipped, men will worship you in different places with different names, such as Durga, Badra, Badrakali, or Badrak Ankali. It can be two names or one name, it's not clear. Uh, Vijaya, Vaishnavi, Kumuda, Chandika, Krishna, Madha, uh, Madhavi, Kanyaka means Kanyakumari, Maya, Narayani, Ishani, Sharada, Ambi- and Ambika. It's not an exhaustive list, but it's mm-hmm. a big list of. Uh, and so these also, <coughs> they're different names, but also it says you'll be known in different places and different names. And so some Vaishnava commentators have tried to show, though, in, like in South India, she's known as Kanyakumari. Right, in such a place she's known as Chandika, in such a place she's known. And we have a hymn called the Ajastutram. Like we some we haven't chanted in a while. We used to be a very regular part of our bhajan. Is that Nam Shinavatya Parikshami Ajastutam Samapta and it mentions one of the things in, in Bengal you're known as Badrakali. In Vraja you're known as Kachayani. In the blue hills of of of, of um uh, 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 you are known as Kamakya in in Assam. You are known as so it's it, it actually it's very similar taken from this type of thing in different places. You, oh Adya, Adya Shakti, Om Adya. Uh, it's called the Adhisturatam. Oh Primordial Goddess. In different places, you are known by different names, right? Uh, 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 uh. 
in Vrindavan you are Katyayani, right? So the different in different places you are known as different things, right? So this is like that. So each place here she's known as Dakshineshwari, <laughs> like that, you know. Uh, different places like that. She's uh, or <coughs> Laguneshwari, <laughs> the goddess of Laguna. Yeah, the, our big Shiva Linga Usha gave the name Laguneshwara. He's the Lord of Laguna. <laughs> so, so he will be known for all times <laughs> with this beautiful name, the Lord Laguna. Laguna Beach is now important enough that it requires deities named after it, you know, connected to it. Uh, so the, uh, uh, there's a medieval Vaishnava text, Padma Raknavali uh, Tika. Which explains, tries to give, doesn't all exhaustive but some of the meaning of these different names. Some of the meanings are kind of obvious, but we're not making them up. Like Durga, Durga means, uh, uh, uh. actually, we just got in, in, in our our watching of the Devakidev Mahadev, Shiva's off, uh, uh, Shiva gets trapped being uh, somebody's son, right? Well, some demon's uh, name called Durga Sura wakes up. I don't know where we're 900 into it or something. I don't know where <laughs> we're well, quite a bit into it. Somewhere in it, and so Shiva, there was a, there was a Brahmin couple who were praying for a son for the Lord Shiva. Shiva appears and says, "What's your boon? We want a son like you, right? But who can be like Shiva, right? The only and this is actually a trick many people do. Many times Vishnu appears." He says, I want a son like Vishnu. And Vishnu says, there's nobody like me. Only I'm like me. Though I have to be born as your son. So Shiva gets born as a son. While meanwhile, one demon who, uh, who also asks a similar boon, he asks a boon, uh, I think from probably Brahma. Brahma is an easier person to get boons from. And, and he asks a boon, oh, I, that I will not be, not be killed by any god, by any demon, by any man, by any animal. By any, by, like, this, like that. But he forgot to mention, like many demons, right? they don't think that maybe a woman could possibly be your death, right? And so Shiva's off being a child, right? Fulfilling the, the, the sincere wish of this couple, right? While this demon attacks um, uh, uh, Kailash, right? Oh. So now he's, he attacks Kailash. And Shiva, he bilocates. One form he goes to attack uh, um, uh, Shiva. So now Shiva's a little boy. I can easily kill him, right? And he's in the Brahmin family, so he won't be violent. Right, and the parents don't don't you can't fight. You're a good Brahmin. You have to be gentle and like this. So he's can't he's not violent. So he's like, he can't fight him. So one of my form, I'll kill Shiva. At the same time, I'll attack. Shiva's not there, and I'll attack, and nobody can beat me. So then Ma appears. She says the first time she acts independently, and at least in the, maybe not fully, but in the the way the story is unfolding in the videos, first time she acts independently, she says I shall um, uh, uh, says I guess it's my job to kill this demon Durga Sura. And so that's one of the sources how we get the word Durga, right? The killer of Durga Sura is Durga. And Durga, Durga means difficult. We have the word this Du, uh, 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 Dukkha, suffering, right? You have this, that, that, so it means difficulty, suffering. And so Durga means, there's, one, there's, a, there's a hymn attached to the Chandi called the 32 name, the rosary of the 32 names of Mother Durga. And each one starts with Du. And so it's suffering, suffering, difficult, 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 difficult. So the she who's difficult to attain, she who overcomes difficulty, who who worship is difficult, who who is difficult to understand, who understanding removes all difficulty. You know, it's all these, all these type of uh, words, right? So Durga means that she uh, who's difficult to attain or who helps us overcome difficulties, right? Or here it says Durga because we she is approached with great difficulty, 
That's how his uh, badra. Badra means auspicious. She who's good and auspicious. Kali. Kali has many meanings. This this uh, commentator said because she is referring to her color as deep blue or black. Kali. Vijaya because Vijaya means victory, victorious. But here because she's very powerful, therefore she's always victorious. Vaishnavi. Vaishnavi because she's as Yoga Maya. She's Vaishnav's Shakti. She's his energy. Right. Kumuda. Kumuda because uh, she enjoys the material world or she gives blessings of material enjoyment. Chandika, Chandika because she's very, Chandika means very severe, fierce, right? Because she's very fierce to the demons who are enemies. She doesn't give an exhaustive list. I think there's a few he missed or he doesn't, not miss, but didn't. Uh, what other ones? Uh, uh, Krishna, uh, Mad, uh, Madhavi, Kan- Kanyaka, uh, uh, Maya, one of them here, Narayani. Narayani, the most of the day we use that, that one a lot, the, the goddess. Narayani. Ishani, the controller. Sharada. Sharada means a name for uh, Saraswati. Ambika, our favorite, simply means mother. Ambika. You will be worshipped in different places with different names, such as Durga, Badra, Kali, Vijaya, Vaishnavi, and Kumuda, Chandika, Krishna, Madha, Madhavi, Kanyaka. Maya, Narayani, Ishani, Sharada, and Ambika. Garbha Shankar Shanat Tamvai Prahu Shankar Sanam Bhuvihi. So now he's now he's she's he's giving a few details about this Balaram character and Nanta who gets is being born in Rohini's womb. It says Garbha Shankar Shankar Shanat. Shankarsha means to to remove. Because she was re- he was removed from uh, 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 Rohini's womb, he will be known. He will be called by the people in the future as Shankarsena, Shankarsana. That's one of um, uh, uh, Balaram's names uh, on earth. Ram iti loka Ramanat, because loka Ramanat. Rama means pleasure. Right, uh, like we have this term Radha Raman, the name for Krishna, the one who gives pleasure to Radha. Right, Ra- Rama means pleasure. Right, so because Loka Ramanat, he gives pleasure to people, he'll be known as Rama. So that's it's one of his names, also Rama. And Balla Ucharyat, Balla Bhadran, Balla Bhadram. He'll be called Balla Bhadra. Balla Bhadra means very strong. Why? Because Bala, because he's very very strong, right? So because he was removed from Devaki's womb, he'll be known as as um, Shankar Shankarasana. Because he brings pleasure to people and happiness to people, he'll be known as Rama. And because he of his incredible strength, he'll be known as Bala or Bala Badra. Badra means also like fierce, fiercely strong. Bala Badra, right? And so, most common thing we call him Balaram, right? So you can be called Bala, he be called Ram, but Balaram, right? Balaram, uh, uh, uh. and so there's several Rams. There's uh, 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 in in three incarnations, primary incarnations known as Rama. There's Parashuram. Parashu means holding a axe. That and there's uh, Kodandaram. That's what we think of Lord Rama, whose appearance day is coming later this month. Ramnavami, he holds a bow, Kodanda, right? And this Rama is also called Haldaram, 
right? Haldaram means he holds a um, his weapon or his uh, thing. He holds a a, a a plow, a plowshare or something, whatever like that. That's how Haldaram. So the three the three incarnations of uh, name her names are Ram. Because he, Rohini's son, will be taken from the womb, he will be known as Shankarashana. Because he will bring pleasure to the people, who will be known as Rama. Because of his immense strength, he will be known as uh, Balabhadram. So this is this is instruction Vishnu is giving to uh, Shakti, Yoga Maya. Yeah. Thus ordered by Bhagavan, Sarshita Eva Bhagavata, Tata Iti Om Itihi, Tat Vachaha. So he says, then she replies, Tata Iti, means like so be it but tata iti om iti right tata iti om iti so this is something that she says so be it but how she say it she says om so that's something we don't know we think like but om in vedas means yes right so it's an affirm it's a it's it's the major affir- affirmation when you say om it's a great affirmation you're declaring everything the entire universe is an om right but when somebody says something, you say, it, it, like, there's a scene in the, uh, 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 Prakash likes to quote this scene very much, when Brahma, Vishnu, and Shiva ended up being taken, they were arguing about who was supreme. It's a good point to bring, is this, these verses are kind of hinting who these verses think is supreme, right? Brahma, Vishnu, and Shiva are, are not arguing, but discussing which one of us is actually the supreme, right? And just then, some one Devi comes down in a chariot and says, "Oh, we have to! I want you to see something." And they get into the chariot and they start going higher and higher, and they get higher and past the earth, past this universe, past universe after universe, and they look in each universe. There's Brahma, Vishnu, and Shiva's argue about who's supreme. Like, going, "Oh, this isn't going to be good. <laughs> Things are getting complicated, right?" And finally, they head up high, high, and end up in this realm. They, it's uh, uh, called Sarvaloka. This is um, Devi's realm. Uh, um, uh, uh, and and they enter this realm and they see, as soon, and then as soon as they enter, they turn around they, and they're all little girls, mm. like this is even getting stranger, mm-hmm. right? Brahma, Vishnu, and Shiva are Brahma, Vishnu, and Shiva. They're Brahmi, Vaishnavi, and Raudri, <laughs> right? But little girls, right? Because in the highest realm, this is of course this is. In case you're wondering, we're a little bit on the Shakta side of this. <laughs> how this falls, how how this falls, uh, how this lays, how we lay this down, right? So uh, just <laughs> so uh, 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 because in the highest realm, and actually they enter the Shriyanta. That's really to mean uh, 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 described. But it's for the the highest realm is the Shriyanta in this story, right? In the Devi Bhagavatam, Devi Bhagavatam, end of Devi Bhagavatam. Um, no, beginning of Devi Bhagavatam. Uh, 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 but there's no masculinity in, 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 the, uh, in the instant close to you again everything becomes all her shaktis ultimately mm-hmm. we're also all her shaktis right uh, 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 the masculine is simply formed it's just vehicles of shakti everything is ultimately shakti right? our bodies are masculine and the shakti within the body is feminine it's shakti so uh, uh, they enter so at that, and, and, and they're like okay this is interesting and they look up and on, on t- in the center of this yantra a temple of, of this dais is is is, is uh, Bhuvane, described as Bhuvaneshwari, right? Uh, the goddess sitting, and uh, beautiful, and it's described very beautifully, right? The start is her her um, her. We know the uh, she has Panchputasana. The pillars of her couch are Brahma, Vishnu, and Shiva, right? So that's like it's hmm. <laughs> like we thought we were supreme, right? Each one of us supreme, arguing, and our sex are arguing, but actually we're pillars, right? And they look, and, and she's chewing the beetle, and she spits off her beetle, and that the spittoon is Indra, right, the king of the gods. So this is hmm, this is not the way we thought, right? 
And and she it's beautifully described. It's described she has three yantri earrings, which is very nice. I like this. I want to get Ma's three yantri earrings. Yeah, very nice. Uh, but anyways, so, so the scene is, and then they all look. It says, and then and and I forget who says to whom. Brahma says to Vishnu. Vishnu says to Shiva, and they go, "Is that Adidevi Bhagavati Mahavidya Mahamaya?" Right, <laughs> right. That's her name. Is that Maha- Adidevi? Right. The the original goddess Jaima Dema, the original goddess Bhagavati, the supreme controller Bhagavati Bhagavat uh, Mahavidya, the great knowledge Mahamaya, the great illusion. Right, you can't. You, that covers a whole mm-hmm. spectrum, right? Is that her? And they look at her and says, "Well, whoever it, maybe, should we go worship her?" Mm-hmm. And then they all and they all turn and go and they go Om, which means yes, right? Of course, it also means the way you worship her, right? There's many things that how they worship her. And they ask how do you worship her, and they say Om. Should we worship? You know, that's the beginning of worship, right? But it also means it's taken. Uh, sorry, it's a long but a good story, anyways. Uh, 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 to uh, this. Uh, Om is this a- a great affirmation. So the Devi, ordered by thus being told what to do by, Bhagav- by, by Vishnu, she says Om. Accepting his instructions, and she circumambulates him, she does her parikram, and she descends to earth to do his bidding. His, and his bidding, we know, is complicated. So what was her bidding? She take the womb take the fetus of, of Ananta from uh, from Devaki and put her put him in the womb of Yashoda. As soon as he does that, Garba Pranite Devakya Rohinam Yoga Nidraya. Actually here her name is not Yoga Maya, she gets her her name is Yoga Nidra. We find that also. It means that also it's the uh, Nidra means sleep. Right, so Lord, so yoga nidra is usually the sleep of ignorance. Usually, we interpret it this way. It can be interpreted in different ways. The yoga nidra. Uh, so actually, every, everything gets a little bit lost, bewildered, right? So she wakes. So what happens is that she, what happens? She looks. Uh, imagine Devaki, as a, as a, the fetus is removed from her womb. She's like, what happened? She goes to sleep and it's like, you know, did I have a miscarriage? What happened? Did some demon steal the womb? Did it abort it? You know, she doesn't know what happened, right? Right. When the fetus was transferred from the womb of Devaki to Rohini by Yoga Nidra, all the people here, people means all the people of the, of, the, of Kamsa's house, lamented. Aho, alas, right? The child is lost. Here, lost means either she miscarried or something happened. Right. And so that's uh, the next verse will describe uh, then Vishnu enters the the mind and heart of Vas- Vasudeva. Now he has to enter, right? So he's already set the stage. So if you remember, the, 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 we take this a little bit yogically, symbolically, is the sixth, the, uh, Devaki meaning the devotee or devotion, Kamsa being fear and caution of the material world, material contamination, these kill one by one uh, the six enemies: anger, lust, greed, jealousy, like this, right? Illusion, confusion, like that, right? Then, only then, then the then then uh, uh, then Ananta comes. It's directly, it's an aspect of, of of Vishnu, aspect of God, and he prepares the scene, right? He arranges everything, right? But what's the first thing he arranges? Well, as soon as that happens, then Vishnu takes birth through the mind, first through the mind of Vasudeva. And there's no, very explicitly, different texts say different things, but the Bhagavatam is very explicit. There's no physical connection for the birth of Krishna 
between uh, uh, Vasudeva and Kamsa. The others are not told. We may have been in the more conventional uh, Vasudeva and and uh, 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 Devaki. Devaki. Right? There is no physical connection for that birth, right? Called Manas Putra. It's a mental transfer, right? And we think that's not that's not a a, a, um, a biologically possible thing. Right, but we have other stories of such things happening in the story of Jesus, even and, and the story of Buddha, even in more recent times. If we understand both Holy Mother and Sri Ramakrishna are considered not virgin birth; they had older brothers and sisters, right? But not uh, physically. Uh, so that's not, in one sense, it's not possible. It's not physically possible. You don't have the uh, biological matter of of of, of, of the uh, what is it, the chromosomes and things like that to, to create like this, right? But the people who are telling us, I mean, in, in the story of Jesus, Krishna, and Buddha, this isn't mythology. We don't know how it's told, right? But in modern times, there are people who are very honest and very credible, right? Claiming to the, to the day they died, no, this is how it happened, right? Either some something mysterious or we're being a little bit duped, right? As, as like, uh, uh, what is it, um, Max Mueller, uh, 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 he was, a, he was, hmm? Yeah, no, it's a different. But this is not, most likely not what's <laughs> happening, right? But because uh, uh, because in the story of, of Sri Ramakrishna, a light came from the uh, Shiva Lingam and entered her womb. You know, there's stories like this, right? So similarly here. So what happens in, in what's being told in the story? Uh, uh, I'm, we'll get this in a couple, a little bit next week and following week. Jaima, Jaima, just finishing. Um, what happens is, uh, 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 so first it enters the mind of Vasudeva, and in Vasudeva, he becomes glorious. So glorious, nobody can even look at him, he's so shining, right? And then he transfers that Shakti, that spirit of, 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 of Vishnu, into the mind of, uh, 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 of Devaki. And the words used, it's not doesn't say Diksha, but it's one of the words that means the same thing, right? So, he, so it's many people... Because the word is the same is the same word as used for diksha or initiation, right? It's a very nice. Uh, if we take a uh, trying to understand something a symbolic quality of the scene, that's also a type of initiation, right? First, the uh, had to, a certain level of purity has to be overcome. Um, that also Shankaracharya writes that in order to have higher knowledge, first one has developed certain moral standards and overcome certain things. A certain purification comes, and then everything is made right, and then something is something is transferred right but so vishnu moves from the mind of, of vasudeva to the mind and body and heart of 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 um devaki right but vishnu is already in devaki's mind and heart right so while we we sometimes think oh a seed is given a mantra is given right some prana is given that's act that happens in initiation right but in one sense nothing's given what what we have is already there Right, so something's awakened in a certain sense. You know, some 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 external power is given to awaken, which is already there. But we'll go into that. It's a very interesting. The first couple of verses that describe that can be unpacked very interestingly. Anyways, we went past our time. Let's do RT. Thank you for your kind attention. Jai Sri Krishna. Uh, very auspicious time because of holy time. So, Doliyatra and holy a couple of days ago. Uh, uh, big uh, Radha and Krishna. This was an important festival for Radha and Krishna. Them, Radha and Krishna themselves celebrated this festival of Holi, Noliyatta, the color festival. Mm. And it's uh, uh, also the Holi gets its name from the uh, the, uh, the demoness Holika, 
is the grand, who is the sister of Hiranyakashipu, right? So he was, she was killed. She, she, uh, she. One of the ways when she was trying, when they were trying to kill Prahlad, um, many ways they tried to kill Prahlad. One of the things, Holika, she had some magical chudder, some cloth that if she was wearing it, she wouldn't be burned. So she put that cloth on, took young Prahlad on her lap, and entered a fire, thinking he would be thinking he would be burned and she'd be saved. Just then, uh, Vayu blew a little bit extra, blew her cloth off, and she burned. And of course, we know, you know, Prahlad, nothing hurts Prahlad, and Prahlad was fine. So this Holika Dahana, uh, uh, there's a uh, thing where you do in India, especially in Allahabad, North India, they have huge bonfires on Holi, on the night before Holi, as they burn the demoness Holika. And the next day is a big festival after, you know, again, the fight between good and evil, good wins temporarily, and everybody celebrates. So even Krishna celebrated this. And then it's also the birthday, appearance day of uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. That was on, on um, two days ago, I think, on, on the 5th. Today is the 6th or 7th or something. I'm not quite sure. Anyways, Jai Sri Krishna. Thank you for your kind attention. Hari Om Tatsat. Let me see how to turn.